Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Kant, author of the number one bestseller guide to healing chronic pain, a holistic approach. And just a little mini plug for my upcoming book uh, that is being released September 10th um, on Amazon, and it is called Evolutionary Healer. I'm one of 18 healers uh, who were handpicked to be in this book about... um, you know, just uh, our whole, you know, healing process, ascension process. So the chapter that I'm doing is actually called Alternate Self Syndrome. So if you're very curious about your alternate lives and how it can impact you in this timeline, um, yeah, I'd love for you to support the book launch on September 10th. So it's called Evolutionary Healer, and it will be live on Amazon on the 10th. Yay! Okay, so enough about me. (laughs) More about you. My goal is to help empower you and inspire you to manifest the life of your dreams, whether that's radiant health, um, prosperity, loving relationships, or simply peace of mind. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, and, um, you know, today we have a special guest, Sarah Rose, and she is going to share with us how to overcome imposter syndrome and how to turn your passions into profit. Um, so she's a conscious leadership expert, and um, she guides a spiritual messengers, light workers, uh, coaches to be able to fully own their gift and step fully into their power and purpose as a leader so they can make a global impact with their gift and answer the call that they are feeling to be of divine service. So she teaches clients how to um, come to complete soul alignment to build their purpose-driven business so that it scales their impact and influence uh, on the front, but also their time on the back end so they can not only align with their mission but um, have their desired goal as well. So it's not just about you know working 60 hours a week for others, um, but really taking care of yourself as well and enjoying your life. Um, so, you know, she sees a lot of healers and light workers uh, trading time for money and dollars for hours. And at the end of the day, you know, they're helping people, but not as many people as they could, and then they become burnt out. I know that one. <laughs> so uh, women are also attracted to Sarah when they are getting started with their businesses, and uh, they just, you know, um, they know they want to build something from the start in complete soul alignment, but they're just not sure how to do that. Um, and what Sarah most loves teaching is multi-dimensional marketing. God love that. Sounds really cool. I'll have to ask her, what is that? Um, this is where she helps spiritually aligned entrepreneurs really have the gift of channeling as a four-step creation cycle to magnetize their content marketing online. So today's show uh, is perfect for you if you would like to own your gift and overcome what we call imposter syndrome. I know I went through that all through medical school and after that. Um, also attracting your ideal soulmate client, creating an irresistible or aligned offer and aligned offer, and uh, crafting a magnetic content online. So and you can check out uh, Sarah Rose at sarah-rose.net. So sarah Dash rose.net. So she's like a, you know, she's blazing the trail for ambitious women and conscious leaders worldwide to catapult um, their purpose driven business mission and, uh, you know, go to brand new heights. Um, and that is super, super amazing. And her mission is to help 10 million women courageously step into their power, come into soul alignment, to make massive impact in the world and their gifts. Oh, that is so amazing. All right. So I'm going to get to the phones here. And um, let's see, we will find, okay, so we are looking for area code 602. All right, so I don't see 602 right now on the call. So, Sarah, if you are live on the call, please raise your hand. 
um, already, so we know which phone number to unmute. And in the meantime, I'm going to go ahead and open the chat. So let me go do that. And then if you have a question, um, I'll just type in here, question for Sarah. Please type in here. And this is a great chance to get some, um, you know, mini coaching as well. And she's willing to answer some questions, which is super cool. So again, uh, Sarah, if you're already on the call, just please uh, hit one so we know your hand is raised. And uh, for those of you that have a question already or plan to ask a question, the number to call in is 818-514-1190. Hit one so your hand is up and we know it is. So again, 818-514-1190 and hit one. Okay, thank you. Fantastic. All right, so um, I'm still not seeing... Uh, that phone number, the correct phone number <laughs> on the page yet. So we're still waiting for Sarah Rose. And um, and let me just text my awesome assistant here. Um, and see if she is can contact Sarah. So sometimes we get like um, time zones mixed up, although, you know, we've been really good lately. <laughs> Some other people didn't show up previously about the time zone so that uh, people know it's Eastern and not Pacific, et cetera, et cetera. But, you know, things happen. All right. So, yes, yeah, so Tasha's going to check in with Sarah. Um, yeah. So, you know, I just wonder, um, you know, if you're live on the call and you are uh, available in the chat, I would love to know what is the thing that you think is blocking you from, you know, really giving your gifts out there and, and you know, earning good money from it? You know, do you think it's like a belief? Do you have the imposter syndrome? I would love to know, you know, who has that. Uh, and, and I definitely had that. And that is when you, um, you know, and, and you can be super smart. Like I was, you know, an MD and, you know, top 10% of my class and, and uh, just really, really trying my very, very best to be the best doctor that I could be, but still felt like I wasn't good enough. Like, you know, there's always somebody smarter in something than I was, and, and I was just pushing and pushing and pushing, and I thought, you know, what if I make a mistake? What what if I harm somebody? What if I don't diagnose somebody on time? What what if I tell them the wrong thing? Like, you know, and then it it, it almost like paralyzed me to a certain extent, with the exception of you know, okay, you're a medical doctor, you know, like pull up your bootstraps, stop being such a wimp, get out there and do your thing. And it didn't make it any easier when as medical students and residents stuff, we were literally, you know, kind of like, it seemed like we were like pushed out the nest really quickly. So you're here in surgery or something like that. And, you know, the, the surgeon or the surgical resident hands you, you know, the, you know, um, the, the stitch and goes, okay, close up. And you're like, you know, or, uh, or or something, or the professor hands you the the scope and goes, okay, your turn. Go ahead and you know, I, I'm here. You know, I'll support you. Just just go ahead and do it. And you just have to do it. I I remember the first time I caught a baby. It was like, freaking amazing. You know, freaking amazing. But um, all along, I just felt like I can't do this. I can't do. This. How can I do this? You know, I'm not good enough. That kind of thing. So uh, anyway, so let me j go ahead and check the queue again. So I don't see, hmm, still don't see Sarah's number, but Sarah, if you're called in, if you could please raise your hand. Uh, the number is 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. 
And, um, yep, so Tasha is calling her right now. Yay! <laughs> Way to go, Tasha. Tasha, my hero. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, so check out. She's also, actually, Sarah Rose is uh, pretty prolific here on Instagram. Um, and you can actually even book a strategy call. So if you go to Sarah dot, sorry, sarah-rose.net, um, you'll see at the very top navigation, um, book Sarah, work with Sarah, you know, et cetera, et cetera. So um, you can actually take a look at, uh, I believe it's work with Sarah. Yep. So click on there and you should get to that page. So let's see if um, you can also get a free video series as well by signing up um, for her uh, align your with your highest self and step into your soul purpose series. So you can go to sarah-rose.net and fill in your information and get that freebie. So we'll, we'll ask her more about uh, how you can book that um, class with her, sorry, that uh, session with her. And then there's also on her website you can take a look at um, some of the free master classes that are there. And you can really get a sense or feel whether this is the right, you know, person for you to, to work with. Um, yeah, so super exciting. All right, so let me go back and check. I'm still not seeing it. I do see other phone numbers, so that's good. <laughs> that means it's not my console. That's the issue. Uh, hopefully not. It's always a little bit more challenging doing live shows because of this issue. You know, some people, you know, can't connect or it's like uh think it's a different day or something like that so that is okay um let's see if there's anything else here that i want to share with you about sarah before we move on okay great yeah so tasha said she called and left a voicemail and sent a text okay so we'll see whether she shows up in the next few minutes. In the meantime, if you would like to talk to me for a few minutes before Sarah gets here, hopefully, um, you can raise your hand. So it is uh, 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. So don't just unmute random people here. <laughs> Again, 818-514-1190. Hit 1 so we know your hand is up. And then, yeah, we can chat a little bit about what's going on with you. And then we'll be all set for when Sarah's here. Okay, and also go ahead and I opened up the chat. So if you want to type in a message on the chat, that would be super awesome as well. And anything about your purpose, your are you aligned with your soul purpose, you think? Are you sure you are? Um, you know, what issues are causing trouble in terms of, um, getting clients or getting um, income, you know, from what you love. And this is what this show is all about. Oh, and I see Tasha is texting me again, so we'll see what Tasha says. <laughs> Nobody's putting their hand up. Okay. Don't want to talk to me. That's okay. I don't take it personally. <laughs> You're waiting for Sarah. I know, I know. It's all good. Yeah, we're super excited for this show. Um yeah, and I never really heard that term before, soulmate client. But I'm like, you know, that actually makes sense. So your soulmate client, or what my mentors call your grade A 
grade A client or your avatar is the person who is super matched to you, who absolutely loves what you do, honors your space, honors your time, is happy to pay you, you know, the value of what um, you're charging for what you do, and uh, even refers other people to you because they love what you do so much, and they get great, amazing results. And here's the thing is that you would think, oh, wow, if you're really good at what you do, that everyone's going to get good results. Not necessarily because there is like this relationship between you and the client and the universe kind of, you know, helps guide people to what's a good fit for them. So people that come see me, you know, for Topican Healing or Topican Healing Training uh, are the people that really, you know, really want to know why, you know, something is happening uh, and what they can do about it and be very, very specific and precise because that's what Topican Healing can do. When you align with source, you ask the correct questions and then you can activate specific healing frequencies and you can be your own best healer. And that is a technique and not everyone is going to resonate with that technique. Some people will do their intuition a different way. You know, they're not really into, you know, dousing or, you know, muscle testing and that kind of thing. Uh, or they may not need to know the details of that. So my perfect grade A client, etc., cetera, um, was really, you know, somebody who uh, loves this type of healing, really resonates with my work, or even tried even the, the, uh, the freebies, like the Sensitive Soul Guide, which, by the way, if you don't have, it's sensitivesoulguide.com. That's the Sensitive Soul Empowerment Guide. And uh, also my other freebie, Clearing and Protection Spray Formula, which you can get at clearingandprotectionspray.com. And so when people, you know, try these things and read them, you know, the Sense of Soul Guide, they're like, oh, I really resonate with her, you know. So then they're the people that, you know, continue sometimes following me and then eventually maybe do a synergy call. Um, and then, then, you know, then it's all good. And then we get to meet and get to work with each other. So it's super awesome. Oh, I think Sarah's here. Exciting. Okay. I'm just going to unmute Sarah right now. Hi. Hey, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Welcome, welcome. Oh, Siri thought I was talking to Siri. Sorry, let me shut Siri off here. (laughs) That's the first time that actually works. Usually I say, hey, Siri, and nothing happens. Anyway, so Sarah, welcome to the show. Uh, I apologize that the time zone thing wasn't that obvious, but uh, that happens. (laughs) Yeah, I had it on my calendar at noon, but no worries. Um, We're connected now, so I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for being here. Well, tell us a little bit about your journey. Like, how did you get to be this, you know, conscious leadership expert and coach? Um, You know, kind of walk us through, you know, your life of evolution. Well, my journey started, I mean, I probably started opening up to spirit probably before what I actually thought. I mean, I had a full-blown spiritual awakening in 2013, but I noticed there were lots of synchronicities and lots of communication with spirit for years leading up to that. Um, and But in 2013, it was sort of a very sudden awakening, um, opened up very quickly, the Kundalini awakening, like everything, all my you know, all my gifts opened up and then it sort of settled down for a little bit. And then in 2014, I opened up to channeling in a very profound way, the same way Esther Hicks opened up. Um, I didn't realize that's what was happening at first and until I did. Um, so spirit would start to move my mouth to certain syllables and stuff like that when I was in meditation. And then I overheard Abraham Hicks talking about how that's how Abraham came in through to her at one point. I was like, oh my God, that's what's happening. So I started to work with spirit 
um, as a channel in 2014. And at first, my ego got a hold of it and was like, "Oh, this is cool. What am I going to do with this?" You know. And then, <laughs> and then, and then I was like, "Okay, how is this? This isn't happening by accident. How am I going to be able to use this for the highest and greatest good for all involved?" And I remember going into meditation and taking an oath. And literally like an initiation, walking through a gate in my visualization, stepping through to being uh, committed to the path of divine service, meaning that everything that I do from this point forward is going to be an instrument for the greatest good of all by focusing on my own ascension journey, but knowing that I am now leading by example through my own expression to align with the higher frequencies and higher vibration and to align with higher consciousness and know that as a way shower, that really is what my mission is. So I aligned with my mission in 2014 and didn't really know what that meant at the time. I was being guided to do that. I went through this visualization and then everything started to restructure after that. And it wasn't fun. I went through huge, you know, you know, lots of tower moments um, because everything at that point needs to be stripped away that's not in alignment. And we cling to a lot of, our, our ego likes to cling to a lot of things for validation or, or safety or security or approval. And so those things started to shift. And um, I've still even recently went through a whole nother up-leveling where that happened again on a, on a different level. But, um, yeah, and that's sort of what, wow. so at some, at one point it was, You know, I just started off with a blog because I just really felt the need to share, and I didn't know where it was going, and I didn't, um, it was just a holistic nutrition blog, to be honest, at at first, because that's what I used to start to heal my life, was to first take a a hold of clean nutrition and things like that, um, that I was guided to do, but then it just sort of morphed into, now it's a full-blown, like, international spiritual coaching business, I have clients all over the world, um, and at it, it, you don't, you can't really like um, plan it, right? It's just you just you follow the nudges, you you follow the spiritual breadcrumbs where they go. You just follow them, and you and you start to trust that you're being led. And that's what wow, led me wow, to here. That's, that's amazing. Well, you know, there's so many parallels. I think to you know people that I've interviewed my my own life. You know, just uh, sometimes this um, awakening and and this um, alignment piece that you're talking about, um, it's not always. It's not always comfortable. In fact, often it's not comfortable. <laughs> um, and you, you know, you talk about in your in your uh, you know clientele practice, you know, to um, help people own their gift and overcoming imposter syndrome. So maybe you can share a little bit about either your own personal experience or your or experience with your clients related to that you know issue, owning their gift or you know overcoming imposter syndrome. Yeah, so, you know, the women that I'm guided to work with are very much, like, similar to me, right? So my ideal soulmate client is me, a few steps behind me. Um, so they're very similar, but, you know, as a light worker, as a way shower, as, as a, you know, knowing that that's part of your mission, um, what I see happening a lot with imposter syndrome, it happens for a few different reasons. One is a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs will allow their past to discredit them. So I went through that a lot, carrying a lot of shame around a lot of different situations that I used to never even be able to talk about, like my financial collapse because I thought it made me, you know, worthless. And, you know, I I associate it with being poor, like when I grew up and like I'm never going to get ahead. You know, I had all these stories that I was afraid to share because I felt that they discredited me because I was still using 
these outside circumstances to validate who I was. And so because of that, like imposter syndrome would hold me back for a long time. This can look like perfectionism, procrastination, you know, not valuing your gift, not trusting your gift, undercharging, undervaluing your services, all of these kind of things that keep you from building a lucrative spiritual business, um, oftentimes because you innately don't feel worthy of it for some reason, and you're still holding on to a lot of shame of your past events. So in actuality, those are your biggest, that's the gold for your business. Like all of these, uh, all of these trials and tribulations that you went through as a spiritual teacher, healer, and light worker, that's by design so that you can grow through them and that you can pop out the other side very, you know, um, as you make your way through that journey, that hero's journey, and come out the other side and be able to shine a light for others because you went through it. So the very stories that they're afraid of that they think discredit them are the ones that are actually going to call in their soulmate clients. Um, oftentimes, uh, what else? Um, you know, there's also a piece of imposter syndrome that is, and this is really interesting because it happens on every single strategy call, and I experience this myself as well, is that you've gone through all the steps. You've gone through all the stages. You went through so much of your own healing. You've gone through so much of your own transformation. And now you want to build a soul-aligned spiritual business, and all of a sudden all the stuff comes up again, all of the imposter syndrome and all of the self-doubt and all of the who's going to care, is anybody going to even want this, is anybody going to want to work with me, what are my friends and family going to think, like all of this stuff starts to come up because your spiritual business is very much a part of your ascension tool. Your, your spiritual business is going to be an exact mirror for you for your own ascension journey. And every single woman that pops on a strategy call with me before they sign up for my program um, always has this in common. And this is the very thing that they are being called to also teach is the very last hurdle that they need to walk through themselves in order to step fully into faith into their mission. So they're really owning owning their value, owning their transformation, owning their gift, and owning what they bring to the table. And it's sort of like you run this, I, I always say it's like running a relay race, like you pass the baton to yourself several times and you're on the last leg when you really step forward and you really go for it and you really put yourself out there to, um, to grow your business. Oftentimes it's like you know, like a woman, for example, will want to teach someone, you know, how to come into alignment with who they truly are um, and how to, like, discover their life purpose and how to, like, live unapologetically as their authentic self. And they've done so much of that, but there's one last piece, which is them having to do it themselves for this final last piece. So imposter syndrome is like the final, uh, is like the, is like the, um, it's like the final, like, initiation, sort of, like, helps you cross the finish line when you can get through that. Ooh, um, I love how that you said that and, and the analogy, I, the relay race. I love that. That makes so much sense. Thank you. Yeah, yeah it's so fun. It's such a fun process to be in when you look at it like this. Um, and what was I going to say? Um, I have to come back to it. There's something else about owning your gifts, though, that I'll probably mention as we as we discuss this uh, process. But yeah, imposter syndrome keeps a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs from, you know, even charging what they can to sustain themselves as a business or anything like that. Um, so a lot of undervaluing. Yeah, that was a tough one. Yeah, self-sacrificing. Over, mm-hmm, yeah. 
Yeah, and there's a lot of dogmas out there that you shouldn't be able to even charge for your gift. Like, who are you to, like, charge for your healing services? I'm like, oh, my God, I can't even, you know, I have a lot of women pop up on my call that are breaking through those paradigms and dogmas, too, because it's like, what kind of world do we want to live in? Like, what, I, I feel we, wish, we should all be trading services that we are passionate about, that are purpose-driven, that are divinely guided. What would the world be if we're all doing this? Like, it's not higher, it's not my highest and greatest good to be doing something that, that is, like, burning me out or, like, you know, like some of my clients call it their soul-sucking corporate job or their soul-sucking whatever. Um, <laughs> you know, it's not in my best interest to be doing that so then I can do my healing work on the side. You know, this is, like, this is, like, go time for this great awakening when you look around what's happening. Like, these the women that are being called to step forward into their purpose and their mission and their and they're calling like it's time you know what I mean it's time to 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 step fully into that and spreading yourself too thin um, by doing other things because you don't feel that your uh, uh, your business is worthy of compensation for whatever reason that's like a huge that's a huge thing I call it starving healer syndrome and I'm here to help break that as well because I really feel that you should be abundant while doing your purpose work and you should be showing up as your most empowered yeah, you should be showing up as your most empowered, abundant self to hold sacred space for others and your, and your own journey. How else can you hold sacred space for other people's healing or transformational process if you're not fully doing that for yourself? Uh-huh. And I was just talking to a very uh, beautiful friend of mine, one of my accountability partners. Um, she's, she's actually not, uh, not a healer per se, um, but we were just discussing this this morning in our, our call about uh, how sometimes we project our scarcity thoughts and beliefs about money onto others. And so we undercharge or we think, oh, they'll want the cheapest, right? You know, or, And then we kind of like bend over backwards trying to fix something that doesn't necessarily need fixing. And then the other person actually gets confused because it's actually not their stuff. And we're projecting mm-hmm. our scarcity on them. And so sometimes they, they just feel that weirdness and then they don't do anything. Or we we're not really serving them, you know. When yeah, when we're in or that you phase. attract people. Yeah, or you attract people that don't truly value the own the transformation either. If you know there's no perceived value there, and if there's no real skin in the game as far as time, energy, or money goes, yeah. which is what what we're really psychologically when you're what you value, you put your time, energy, and money into. And if you're not investing in yourself, you're not going to take it as seriously. That's when you start attracting clients that that fall off early, that don't do the work, that are always complaining want about something. Put, <laughs> want a refund or put or put the, the responsibility of the transformation on the coach's shoulder instead of their responsibility and all these other kind of things. And what it really is is this is, this is where your spiritual business is an ascension tool. It's reflecting back to you your own lack of holding your values of, you know, your own worthiness issues of why you're not valuing your own gifts. So, of course, you're going to attract people that don't value the service or value the time on the call or show up late or cancel last minute and all these other things there because you're, you're putting that out there. You're not attracting the client that's like, all right, I'm all in, let's do this. I'm serious and I want to get the results. Uh-huh. It's like if well, I had and, bought and, a personal coach, yeah, personal training, yeah, go ahead. if you gave me a session for $10, I, I could easily skip that. But if I'm paying $150 a session and I'm not saying that things have to be super expensive or anything, but I'm just saying when I invest in myself, and this is a huge perception shift, what you're doing is you're allowing, you're not taking money from people. This is what a spiritual entrepreneur sort of feels like. They feel guilty because they feel they're taking. No, they are a, 
a catalyst and this person is investing in themselves through them to get the transformation. And if I didn't offer that as an opportunity, that person over there that's waiting to work with me and get the transformation doesn't have the ability to do so. But when I purchase a mentor, because I buy, I, I always have mentors and coaches, I'm not, they're not taking money from me. I'm investing in myself to get a result. I love that. I, I love that uh, paradigm shift in perception. And that really will help people as well, being able to charge their value. And I, I've noticed, you know, that myself, I mean, there are still, you know, times where I have difficulty saying no. And, um, you know, case in point, there was somebody who kept asking, like messaging me for help. And she's not actually even a customer, but we're in the same network marketing business. And um, so her upline hasn't been supportive. And I have a free, <laughs> of course I do, a free, you know, group where people can ask questions. And so she kept messaging, messaging, messaging. And like I said, like, look, to, to go any further, you know, you really do need to, invest in yourself. You want to see me as a client, you know, this is the, this is what happens. And she was kind of miffed about that. And, um, but then uh, my assistant has been dealing with some of the emails and and messenger threads. And she just said, Oh, by the way, this person just bought a $5,000 machine. And she had, you know, not felt like I should charge her for my time or anything like that. And so that was a reflection for me of going, okay, yeah, I mean, I have to get used to being uncomfortable, uh, being comfortable, being uncomfortable, saying no and saying no and saying no. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this is a rare yeah. thing, but but it just went, you know, the universe was just trying to prove something to me. It's like, yeah, yeah. you were right to say no. And here's yeah, the so proof. Yeah, like that, so. that person's just showing up. Yes, yeah, so it's like, thank you, thank you, thank you for showing me where my boundaries were weak or wherever, like where I could be up-leveling because that's all that was happening, right? Because we can extract. We extract only what what we're able, you know. You're gonna you're gonna extract what you need, like energetically. You're gonna extract a, one person can extract a totally different experience from the same person based on their own energetic frequency. Right. Does that make sense? Right. Yeah. You know, like mm. if, if I'm in an ordinary bad mood, I could go. I'll go find someone else at the grocery store or something, and I'll just bump into them when they're in their ordinariest most mood. And they could normally be a happy person, and they could easily turn around and be a happy person to the next person. But you're able to, you're going to be able to meet people at the vibration or, or like, or like what you're offering. So this is another example, perfect, like that that your business is just your own ascension journeys to show you where you could be, you know, up leveling. And as you continue to do that, then you're, you know, then and I'm not saying you in general. I'm saying anybody that's listening to this, like, that's how I approach it. Like everything is an opportunity for for my own ascension journey. Mm-hmm. I love that. I really do, and that's that's my personal experience, and I totally resonate with that. And even when my you know certification students, you know, even though we kind of, I, I say warn them is not really the right term, but just let them know, like heads up, you know, the stuff is going to come up, and um, including resistance and money issues and things like that. And and uh, I've said very similar things is that you know that resistance of um, you know finishing and you know all this kind of stuff. I said, well, you know, you're probably going to be the resistance buster expert at the end of all this, you know, <laughs> um, to heal our own stuff. And, and um, yeah, and some people think we have to be, like, perfect, and we don't. 
Yeah, that's the other thing that holds a lot of women back is they feel with the imposter syndrome. That was the other thing I wanted to touch on is a lot of them think that they have, and I I did this as well, that your whole life has to be perfect in all different areas before you can move forward. And, like, if you have one part of your life that you're still growing, you know, at a certain stage, um, then you feel like, again, that discredits you when in actuality it doesn't negate your gift and the transformation that you can help people with or what you're here to do. If you're being called, you're being called for a reason. Like, So you have to recognize that you're in the process of becoming and there's always going to be something that you can be working on. But, but when you truly tap into your calling and your gift, like that is separate than other compartments of your life. And not every compartment of your life has to be operating at a 10 in order for you to be valid, in order for you to be um, helpful to others. Mm. Oh, that's really, that's a golden nugget right there. Uh, it's so true. Um, you know, some people were like, well, I, you know, my, you know, my relationship with my husband isn't that great. And who am I to, you know, work with other people on healing because, you know, maybe that aspect of their life isn't as ideal as they would like, but they do amazing work with people, you know, on other things, Mm -hmm. not related to, you know, relationships with husbands or whatever. Um, And they still feel like that's holding them back. And and what you're saying is it doesn't have to, because you don't have to be perfect in every aspect of your life. There's always something we're working on. So that's, that's cool. Yeah. Thank you for reframing that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you have other tips on how, you know, healers and light workers can attract their ideal soulmate client? We talked about some already. Oh yes, this is like this is what I do all day. To talk about this. So I could talk about this forever. So let me see. Um, okay, so I'm assuming like I'm gonna just have to. Well, you could do this in the real world too. It doesn't have to be online because I, I do this in the real world or online. Um, Okay, so how do I want to start that? Um, all right, first and foremost, though, like if you're being led by spirit to be, you know, to step onto this path, you have to be willing to trust the fact that that the wisdom that's coming through you is meant to be shared. So many women get the download and they receive the guidance and then they put it in a journal and forget about it or they sit on it and they don't do anything with it. So part of what I teach is multidimensional marketing, which is an energetic marketing strategy where you really open up that high priestess path as a channel, and you create the sacred space to allow the guidance to come through. You start to receive the guidance. This is the feminine aspect of us, not gender specific, but the feminine receptive side of us, to receive the guidance, and then the masculine side of us needs to take action on that. Oftentimes there's a couple of things that will trip women up. They'll be taking action in their business because they think they need to be taking action in their business to move the needle or do something. But it's not inspired action that's based on the intuitive guidance. So that often leads to overwhelm and burnout, and then that's just a vicious cycle that repeats. But when you can open up to source to receive the guidance and the wisdom that's coming through, these are the messages that your soulmate client needs to hear. Along with your own story, the other part of this is your own, you know, your own stories that we talked about earlier, all the things that you probably think discredit um, you, if you're listening to this, are actually part of the golden nuggets that are going to call in your soulmate clients. I mean, if you look at Tony Robbins or any author that stands on a stage and talks um, or, or speaker, they all leave with their stories, right? So these stories are gold for you to attract your soulmate clients first and foremost, but then also 
magnetizing your message. Because what happens when you receive the download or the inspiration, that's a highly charged frequency and it's meant to be shared. It's meant to be channeled out, whether that's in a post, whether that's in a video, whether that's in an audio podcast, whatever it is. Maybe it's a master class coming through you. Maybe it's a book. Maybe it's just a post. Maybe it's a video. But whatever it is needs to be honored and taken action on. And when that happens, the masculine energy that takes action on that guidance is now met with the magician. So prior to that, the stalling out, the hiding, the magician archetype. So I work a lot with the archetypes. So prior to that, the stalling out, the perfectionism, the procrastination, the hiding, the guidance in a journal and forgetting about it, all those kind of things, that's the saboteur archetype. That's one of our fear-based archetypes, the one that wants to keep us playing small and makes all the other excuses. That's the one that says, oh, I can get to this later. I'll do this later. i got to go to the grocery store now instead of post this, you know, like comes up with all these logical excuses. But when you take the action and you just take the action, and oftentimes that means sacred action, and that sacred action I mean taking action through fear with courage, that's sacred action, what you're met with is the magician archetype. And the magician archetype is that's where the magician fuse, like works in tandem then with the masculine energy and delivers to you what you initially desired as a result. So when you set your desires and open to receive, assuming these are high intentional and in the highest great and greatest good for all involved, spirit will deliver to you and use you as a channel. Rest assured that if you do that, if you open yourself up in full faith to this process of opening up to be a vessel for divine service, spirit will gladly use you and you will be expected to perform on those actions, to perform on that guidance in whatever way that you're being asked to. And when you do, that's when stuff happens. And so when you mix sharing your own story authentically, transparently, and, you know, vulnerably, not oversharing, but at least sharing enough to where people can get to know you and resonate with you because they're going through the same things that you already went through. So this is what's going to really resonate with your soulmate client. But then you mix that with what I with magnetizing your message through this multidimensional process. You have a formula for calling in your soulmate clients. And the reason I call them soulmate clients is because when they finally end up in front of you on your strategy session or what discovery call or clarity call or whatever it is that you're doing, it's going to be like, wow, we just need to work together. It's like not even a sales call. It's just sort of like, where do I sign up? I need to work with you. That's like a soulmate client, sort of like a soulmate. You know, you know, as soon as you meet them, it's like, you know, in that moment, like that's who you're calling in. Like these people are imprinted to work with you. Um, there, but until you can step forward in full faith, own your gift, own your value, own your worth, speak your truth, share your message, and um, allow the spirit to work through you so you can be that lighthouse, I call it, the lighthouse effect, where you shine your light so brightly they can't find you. But when you do that, your light is so bright that everybody that's within vibrational frequency that's meant to be working with you will find you in the most miraculous ways with the least amount of effort. Mm-hmm. I love that part. Yeah, that that effort. I, I used to be, you know, that masculine trying to, like, push through, push through, you know, doing all that action, but not in the alignment piece. So I was just working so hard. <laughs> Whereas now it's more like sometimes I can just get into stillness and just make the wish, if you will, um, more my intention, and then just things happen. 
um, that I didn't mm-hmm. really have anything to do with it, seemingly, you know, except vibrationally. Um, and that's a much, much, much happier place to be and, um, you know, that, that attraction uh, of that soulmate mm-hmm. client is uh, so much, you know, more uh, enjoyable uh, than pushing, 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 which so many are taught to do since childhood, right? To get things yeah. done, you got to do it yourself. You got to push, 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 and then we get burnt out, especially us women. Um, you know, so yeah, that's very, very great. Um, I would love to know a little bit about uh, your, um, you know, a couple tips maybe about how does one in the space. Um, create an aligned offer or an irresistible and aligned offer. What What's that about? Um, so the first, yeah, so I always teach like every single piece of the pie has to be in alignment um, in order for you to really be able to show up energetically and sell it. So the price has to be in alignment. The program structure has to be in alignment. It has to be in alignment not only with your mission, which for the women that work with me, at least they're here to help as many people as possible. So they really need a program that's scalable, that helps many people on the front end of their business, but they also have to build a business that's in alignment with their income goals and their lifestyle goals. Because at the end of the day, if you build out your program or you build out your business and you're strapped and you have no time and you have no freedom and you have no fun or you're not able to hit your income goals, you don't have a sustainable business model. And what I see is you actually end up getting burned out, overwhelmed, and oftentimes resenting the clients that you signed up when you were undercharging and undervaluing your services. So in order for all of these pieces to be in alignment, I help them build a scalable program. I call it a vehicle of transformation that really um, is the vehicle that gets their ideal client from A to Z. But it has to be scalable so you can put many people through the front end of the program all at one time. So like this would look like a group program, group coaching, or a membership model or something like that. Um, that's in complete alignment with uh, their mission and who they're here to serve and their gift. And so a lot of this is like identifying um, what is your actual like service. Like do you, you know, because so many people are scattered on their niche and also on who they're here to serve. Like they're so scattered that they change it all the time or they are so general and so vanilla that they're talking to nobody. Um, vanilla. <laughs> You know, they're just labeling themselves as a coach and, like, nobody knows what that means. So you really have to be able to speak to the results. And so I really help them iron out, like, okay, based on where you're at right now and the journey that you've already been through, if you were going to help somebody go from A to Z, where are they starting and where are they ending up? What are the end results that they're going to get? And build a program around that. Your program is the vehicle that gets them from A to Z, which you are an expert in because you're an expert in your own transformation and your own journey. And we sort of flesh out, you know, these women have a signature process, a formula, a blueprint, a business method. Like, they have it in them. They just don't even know that they have it in them. So we have to, like, flesh that out and um, put that into a scalable business program that's in alignment with their income goals and their lifestyle goals. So, for example, Sacred Leader Academy is mine, and I don't work the last week of the month, and I take weekends off. I travel the last week of the month. Um, so I don't work Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and I don't work the whole, like, if it's a week or a week and a half, depending on how many days are there. Um, I'm primarily just, co- you know, just working Tuesdays through Thursdays for the first three weeks of every month. And that fits into my lifestyle goal, right? So I can show up abundant and also help hold space for my clients. A lot of people think it has to be based on time, and it's not based on time. Impact has nothing to do with man hours. 
and that's something that a lot of spiritual entrepreneurs need to understand as well. Oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah, I had to learn a lot of those things. And um, currently, you know, I'm I'm a student with uh, Wellness Leadership Academy, and there's all this shifting and you know in mindset you know uh, trading dollars for hours you know or you know that kind of thing and uh, when I was when I wasn't busy I didn't understand that concept when I was busy in the clinic acupuncture um, I just realized that if I didn't show up to work I didn't make money and I had trouble paying my rent you know um, back then and uh, when I was busy the money was much better I was like oh this is great but then if I took you know I, I could only see my parents you know x number of times a year um, whereas now, with the exception of COVID, um, you know, I could choose to, to take off whenever, you know, to, to see them. And um, it's it's just so different. It's so much more freeing. And um, one of the questions that, uh, uh, you know, comes up, and I'm sure you deal with this on a daily basis, is people are like, well, you know, what if I make a mistake on, you know, my – what I am supposed to teach, like, you know, people will evolve, people will change, so then what? You know, do I have to know perfectly, like, you know, 10 years from now I'll still be doing the same thing, or is this something that evolves and change as we evolve and change, our programs, our clients, et cetera? Yeah, so that's a good question, and it's going to evolve and change. So I teach a very fluid, intuitive method for women, so they're not stuck in some rigidity, constrictive, over-masculinated um, kind of format for their business. It needs to be a soul-aligned business. What does soul-aligned mean? means freedom, flexibility, intuitively guided, um, open to change, uh, expanding. So, you know, these are some of the things. That you, this is what your soul's about, right? Your soul's about freedom, flexibility, expansion, growth. Um, so everything's changeable. Everything, this is what will hold a lot of people back is thinking they have to pigeonhole themselves into one idea and then that's going to be it forever. So it can change. You know, for example, I started out, um, my first program was all about teaching mindfulness. My next program was a spiritual mentorship program. I still have that uh, group membership model. And now I have Sacred Leader Academy, which is the same woman, but at a different phase of the journey. So the spiritual mentorship program is uh, spiritual, the membership is for women that are just stepping onto the awakened path and they don't even know that they're a healer yet, but they, but they are, but they show up and they find me because they still have a lot of, um, of their own healing work to do to, and they're going through the throes of a dark night of soul and their onset of spiritual awakening and opening up their intuitive gifts. And you fast forward a few years or three to seven or whatever, however long it takes, um, and now they're stepping onto the path of being, you know, opening to their calling and their purpose and their mission, and they've come full circle enough that in their transformation that they're ready to step on the, you know, step onto that, that path of divine service as a teacher, healer, or light worker, coach. And so different program, different soulmate client, different desires, different pain points, different uh, goals, different results desired, uh, different marketing, different message, different everything but still scalable and everything like that, right? So that's the first thing. Cool. And, then I, and then I also say that, like, it needs to – I don't even teach, and this is a really good example. Uh, I teach a very intuitive build-out style. Back when I first started, I paid some of the biggest uh, coaches in the industry to show me how to build online programs, and it left me burned out, overwhelmed, procrastinating, and putting in months and months and months of work um, to make like three sales or something like that. Um, and so I don't teach that at all. I teach a very intuitive build process where by the, you know, once you have 
your program outline, you go straight to market and you start making sales. And you build it out intuitively as you go. And so, for example, I started my program. I had um, no sales page. Um, I had no content created. I had um, not one video created. I had nothing created other than like Zoom and Calendly and like some basic basic software, free Facebook group. Um, and I and when I launched it, because it was in sole alignment, it, it immediately brought in you know over five figures um, just in COVID during quarantine when most people thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't be spending money right now. <laughs> like a lot of people had a belief system that this was a bad time to start a business, and I was like, no, I didn't believe that. And I started it, and it and it blew up just over the quarantine because that's that's the late, latest one that I just launched. Um, and so a good example of this, this is the method I teach, and like my clients in there are now like, literally one just posted in the Facebook group, we're celebrating her um, because she just signed not one client, but two clients paid in full for her program. She has nothing created. She didn't even know the name of her program because she was going back and forth on that. Um, she didn't even know the name of it. And so that's how love it. and fluid it can be. It's like less restriction, more fluidity. Less, and really requires that you release a lot of the control. Like you have to release control and trust you're being led and just allow spirit to flesh out your business for you. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can't agree more. Um, I think the, the first courses that I had, I had it all, like, you know, um, scheduled out, like what it's going to do. And, uh, you know, thankfully I had a, a coach that said, wait a second, uh, you know, you don't have to have this all done ahead of time. Um you just have to have like the outline and then you can then respond intuitively to your students and what they need and what they want. And, and that's exactly how I build all my programs right now. So I, yeah, kudos to you because that I think you're empowering women to be able to do that and, and get to that fluidity and flow, which is very feminine in a way. And, um, not feel like I have to have it perfect. I have to have it done ahead of time. Because a lot of times, you know, we, I've seen so many of my colleagues, I've done the same mistake previously where we build something out and it's not what people want. So we don't sell anything, you know. Um, so that the way that you're teaching is absolutely, I totally agree, is the way to go. Awesome. Maybe you can share with us now. Um, uh, a little bit about, you know, where do you people, um, if they're resonating with your message, they feel like, oh, I'm at this space, I'd really like to work with Sarah. Um, you talked about a strategy call, so how do they go about booking that with you? What's involved? Uh, there is a, my main website is sarah-rose.net, and there's a master class on there that they can take, which gives them the option to book a strategy call. Um, I don't have a link to book the strategy call, like, direct on my site. I may add that, or they could, um, you know, message me on Instagram. Um, I, I'm on there a lot. But right now, um, I'll probably add a link after, right after I get off this call, actually. But right now, the master class is called Soul Align Success Master Class. And if you go to sarah-rose.net, it really gives you an outline of, like, how to prepare, like, what you're going to get from the strategy call. And so I really like to – Send people there first so they can have a better idea and make sure they still resonate uh, with the, with what I'm about. If they resonate with what I'm about, then and it really at their core, then they can have the option to book a strategy call. Okay, great. Okay, so if and you wouldn't mind just repeating uh, where they find that masterclass, that'd be great. 
Yeah, so there's so there's actually that master class. Actually, I take that back. There's also this, there's a link to book a call on the sales page. So um, my main website is Sarah, S-A-R-A-H hyphen rose.net. And from there, in the menu bar, there's a link. Uh, in the menu bar, it says free master classes, and you can find Solo Line Success Masterclass right under there. Um, or you can click on Work With Me, and um, there's Sacred Leader Academy has a sales page. And I can't remember if there's a strategy call linked to that sales page or if it's the master class, but either way, that's how they would, that's how they would get to it. Okay, fantastic. And for those of you that are on the chat, I'm going to go ahead and put that link um, right on there for that for that master class. So if you're online um, and you're live here, I put that in the chat so you can see what that is. Um, fantastic. And um, so if you have a question about your own business that and you're calling in live or online, um, you can call in at 818-514. 1190 hit one, so we know your hands up. If you want some uh, coaching uh, advice from Sarah, so it's 818-514-1190 and hit one. So we have a bunch of people here, um, and I don't see anybody's hand up. So in case you wanna, oh, there's one. <laughs> uh, speak to Sarah and get some expert advice. Uh, what you should do next? Um, just hit one on your dial pad. Otherwise, I don't know your hand is up. Okay, so I'm gonna say your area code. Um, so I'll unmute you, caller, and uh, say your first name, and then you can ask Sarah your question. Here we go. Hi, who's this? Hi, this is Anna. Hi, Dr. Karen. Hi, Anna. Hi. Um, I thought it was really neat that just just as um, Sarah was talking about that. Is it Sarah or Sarah Rose? It's Sarah Rose is my middle name. I go by both, but yeah, Sarah's good. Okay, okay, thanks. Um, I just thought it was neat, Dr. Karen, that you did. You know, this program that we've been in, you have been intuiting what we need as we go, and so that was just really synchronous and neat to hear. Um, in my business, now you know my I secret. teach yoga. <laughs> I teach yoga and Pilates, and um, and I mean, obviously, the whole business. Uh, structure is changing. I'm no longer at a studio. I'm no longer at a country club. And I'm wondering how much I want to be teaching online, whether I want to do workshops or whether I want to do regular classes. And um, and then also, what am I going to incorporate and change really in my life? Like I feel called to write more and paint. And I haven't I've, I've written in the past, but I haven't painted really. I've done a few drawings here and there, but that's those are things that are really calling me. So I'm, I'm feeling, I'm not sure whether I should keep expanding and exploring what I'm being called to, or if I should start teaching again immediately and start doing workshops. So I don't, you know, so it doesn't kind of be this far away, thing, become a far away part. Are you feeling called to? <laughs> are you feeling so? Are you? Are what are you trying to get clarity around? I'm trying to get clarity around whether it's time to really start putting together workshops and classes and focusing there, seeing where that takes me, or whether I should be more introverted and paint and write and see what comes out from that direction first. Well, when you think about the classes and the workshops, why would you? What's your motivation there? What's the intention? Um, to be. I think to be connected to what's what's needed right now and serve right now. As, and as, you know, 
all these changes mm-hmm. are happening. And you're talking about workshops and classes online or in the studio? Probably online, yeah. Okay. And are you feeling called to that? What are you feeling called to do? I'm not feeling called to do that as much. I I guess I'm feeling more... I keep hearing, you know, the yoga mentor saying, this is the time and you've got to offer these things. And I guess I'm, I'm really not. And I'm, I'm feeling like I just need to figure out where I'm going. And, and I guess it, it scares me to not be teaching at all. Because I was teaching right up until mm. about a month and a half ago when my physical therapist got COVID. And now I'm, she's around so many people that are exposed, I'm feeling less comfortable teaching here. In person, and you're scared, and you're scared not to be teaching. Is that what you said? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I know that a lot of the people who haven't been teaching are kind of like, oh, I, I don't know how to do it anymore. I haven't been teaching. I don't feel like I would go that direction, but I, I do hear it in a lot of other teachers. Are you allowed okay, to teach in, in groups, though, Anna? I'm, in I'm sorry. California? Are you allowed to teach one-on-one and face-to-face? I don't know the, what the rules are. COVID rules are in California. Not. Not in a studio space, no. I mean, she she would come to my backyard and we would be outside. But still, it's, you know, okay, we just so, don't know enough about COVID to, to know if that's even safe. So, so but but regarding, but, the, but my question for regarding the online courses, you said, I think, I, unless I heard you wrong, you said you're scared not to be teaching. Is that what I heard you say? Yes. Okay. Yes. So then if you were to be teaching online, you would do, be doing it from a fear, for a fear-based reason, that you're not feeling called. So, right? I mean, I'm just asking you just right. to reflect. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm hearing it properly. So yes, when... Yes. Thank you for the reflection. Yeah. So what my, in my, my, my opinion, your job is to follow the nudge. So fear is not the nudge. Fear is the opposite of a soul knowing. Fear is the opposite of a soul calling. And you're not going to necessarily know your next steps. They're going to be received by you. So if you're feeling called to paint and do these other creative endeavors, this creative expression, you are a creator. You are part of the great ultimate creator. You have that spark of creation flowing through you. And when you are in creation, when you are creating you are you are in alignment with the creator he is working through you this is how some of the people this is how people make their masterpieces and their work of their works of art they can't explain it how it even happens it flows through them it flows to them and through them so the fact that you're being guided to take on more creative endeavors right now in my personal opinion i would follow that because that's what you're feeling called to do and when you open up creatively who's to say that when you're sitting there painting you're not going to get a spark of insight and a download because that's when you're in receptive mode. You're not in receptive mode when you're in fear. If you're taking a fear-based action to overcompensate for a void that you're feeling, like the fear of not teaching, then what you're doing is you're using the masculine energy to take action on something to overfill, to, to overcompensate for a lack of um, validation, safety, security, approval, or something like that. And so when you're doing that, you're just trying to put a Band-Aid on things, and that's what gets you into a hamster wheel of burnout and overwhelm because now you're taking action just to take action because it's fear, and you're trying to overcompensate for some kind of fear-based thing, and then that's just a, that's just a pattern that, that leads you down a rabbit hole of burnout and overwhelm, and it's a cycle that will repeat itself. Um, I would say... 
opening up to receive your next step. Ask for the guidance. Use the spiritual law of request because you have free will. Call in your guides, your angels, your God, your creator, whatever you refer to, and ask for the guidance to come through you and be open to receive it and be willing to take action on what comes. And if right now the guidance is to go paint, then then you go paint. And when you're painting, recognize that any of these creative endeavors, like most of my, a lot of mine come when I'm on the treadmill running and I'm doing these other activities that move my body or creating, you know, creative activities. Um, this is when you're going to be open to receive. So I would say from a soul-aligned standpoint to build a soul-aligned business and not to build a business that's just going down a hamster wheel, forget about all of the opinions of everybody else and don't let those influence you on what their experience is regarding coaching or classes or this or that because they're all basing their experience off of their own perception, which has nothing to do with you. When you elevate to a frequency of receiving and in divine service, your reality and your timeline is going to be based on that and not theirs. Everybody has their own timeline of experience, how they're experiencing COVID, how they're experiencing a business, and, you know, how they're experiencing everything is based on their own frequency and what they're calling to them. So I would say probably to, uh, it's, you know, everybody's opinions based on their own perception. And so really, that's really just not something that I would even take into consideration if it were me because I know that everybody's perception is based on their own reality and that I can have a totally different perception, get a totally different result, you know, and have a totally right. different experience. Um, so I would just say open up to the creative outlet. The, the, the guidance is always very, very simple. Follow the nudge. Follow the nudge. Follow the nudge. Here's the thing. Your soul doesn't lead you to a certain destination where it's certainty, where it's like, you do this, and then you're going to get this, and then this is going to lead you to this, and then, boom, now you're done. You know, like, your soul doesn't lead you that way. Your soul leads you moment to moment and requires you to ask and have faith and trust and take action and be okay in the uncertainty and know your soul loves the uncertainty. It's the ego that wants to try to figure out everything a few moves ahead because the ego is fearful. And so definitely no, following fear, if it's fear-based, if it's um, feeling that something you need to do or you should do because if you don't do it, then this is going to happen and that's bad. That's overcompensation for fear. So it's all about aligning with your soul and, and asking what do I need next and this, that, and then you follow those nudges and those spiritual breadcrumbs. And they will lead you exactly where you need to go. Beautiful. That makes perfect sense. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, awesome. Great question, Anna. And, uh, yeah, yeah, thank you I for the totally, question. I loved it. Yeah, resonate. Thank you. Thank you, Anna, so much. Okay, so I'm going to mute you now. And, um, Sarah, do you have time for one other caller? Sure, yes. Okay, awesome. I love the live so call. I need to do something. I love live calls. That's so fun. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, so area code 416. Hi, who's this? Is it Joy? Hello. It's Joy. Hello. Hi, Joy. <laughs> hi, Karen. Okay. Um, hi, Sarah Rose. Okay, so um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start by saying I'm 70, and I've been doing my practice for, you know, close to 40 years now. And um, I, I work one-on-one primarily, and I'm basically just doing distant sessions. still have a lot of clients that want to do hands-on, and they're waiting. But it's not kind of what I want to do so much anymore. I want to do group work. And I, and I have a number of people saying, oh, that would be amazing. And, you know, and I'm very much like when you describe the, 
just choose it and let the plan fall out. Anytime I've done anything really successful in the past where I've taught, it's always worked that way for me. But something Mm -hmm. keeps, I keep stopping myself. And so Mm -hmm. I'm going, you know, like, am I just done? Do I just need to, you know, I just, I don't know. I, I, I don't know kind of why I'm holding myself back. Um, what's your business again? What do you do? Um, I, I do, well, Karen's work. I do Topican. I do a number of different kinesiology systems um, and spiritual kind of um, dynamics, awareness, coaching, different stuff like that. So, I mean, mm-hmm. it's a big blend. It just pulls out what's needed usually. Mm-hmm. So you're wanting, I mean, okay, so let me re- reiterate what I think I heard. So you're wanting to work more in groups, but you have, and right now you're on hold. Uh, right now you're not teaching right now, or you're not holding anything right now, but you're, you're wanting to do groups and people are still wanting one-on-one work. Is that what I'm hearing? Well, I have people still wanting on one work, but I also have people sort of saying that would be great. When are you doing, you know, the group work? And I just can't find the niche or I can't focus because I've been a generalist for so many decades. Oh, um, okay. I've worked with, I've worked with everything. And I mean, I'm, I'm NLP trained. I'm coaching trained. I, I have all that as a background, but it never, I could never find a way to do it that fit for me, you know? Okay. So you want to be, is this, is this um, in person or is this online? Well, it's going to have to be online for now because that's okay. really that's all that's really available. You know, I mean, it could be small groups, okay. in, uh, like very small groups in outside, but um, that's really all we have available to us right now. Okay, and so do you transform? I'm, I'm not familiar as much with the work, but is it transformational kind of work? It's spiritual transformation work. Uh, yes, and it's on every it's on every level. That's the problem, you know. So it's oh, physical, okay. it's emotional, psychological, spiritual, you know. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So this is good. So, um, if so, here's a, this is a good example that when you're building out your program, it has to be something that lights you up, not what other people are requesting of you, because at the end of the day, you won't be able to show up energetically and sell it and get your energy behind it. And it's all about alignment when it comes to sales and attracting your soulmate clients. So it has to be in energetic alignment with you. And it has to be in alignment with, in my experience, to work through, okay, so you could set this up a few ways um, if you're trying to do more group and it's general. But the way I, the way I teach and the way I've seen it to be the most successful is when you come up with an exact, just an exact result, the way you're easily able to coach or, or hold space for or whatever you refer to it as, um, multiple people at the same time to really, it sounds like you're having a little confusion because you've been so general about, you know, you're really narrowing down your niche, is identifying, right. like, if you could help your ideal client, I'm going to ask you a question, if, if you could help one, like, if your ideal client showed up right now in front of you, like, I'm sure you have enough experience working, you have so much experience working with so many people on so many things, what's the topic that really lights you up the most? The transformation, like, what are, what's the for, theme for them, going for up them to know, for them to know who they are, and to, and to use their power, to know they have power, and to start using it to create in the world. 
right? For them to know who they are and to and know, and to know their power. Yep. Um. Okay. And to they can use, create to the world to, to be able to direct it, to be able to direct their powers, uh, to create, you know, with ease and elegance, right? Just create what? Create whatever they choose. Okay. Create the more, create that more for them, whatever that more is for them. Okay, and what it, what primarily have women been, or women or men or whoever been showing up? What are they, what have they been primarily wanting to create more of? Um, it's, I guess it's so nebulous, right? Um, the the ability to navigate their life in a way that isn't is is um. Uh, constructive and and potent and and heals them and heals others. You know, that's kind where of what people feel. What is their ultimate desire? Like uh, let's start like um what if you had to put a couple of words to it, what's and I know it's painful to narrow your niche. So this is what keeps a lot of people going so general. Um because they feel like you're you feel like you're leaving a lot of people out, but just let's just roll with it for a second. So it Hypothetically, if you if where are they coming from? Let's start there. If they were before they found your program, and they and they want to move into really, and, and you're going to help them move into knowing who they truly are, so that they can be the creative, powerful force in their own life and direct their life the way they want it to go. Um, where are they before they found your program? Um, they're affected by everything, by other people's judgments, by other people's energies, by fear. Um, yeah. Yeah, um, family, a lot of people have trouble with their families. You know, they're in conflict. They're in conflict with their wife or their husband or their siblings or, you know. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is a good um, start. So what, what's their ultimate pain? Like, what's their pain point? Like, what are they feeling right now? Like, and was this part, was this part of your story before, before? Your, was this part of your own transformation? Yeah, I would say it is. Yeah, and and okay. I guess the the pain point would be that they're that they feel they can't be who they are with the people that they love the most. With the people that they love the most. Yeah. Okay. And since the, this was a a previous version of you, um, what's a few more pain yeah. points? Like where? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah yeah. So many many years ago, I guess, and not being able to be seen. Um, or, yeah, yeah, as the magic they okay. are, right? Yeah. Yeah, not being able to be seen. Um, and so when someone's not able to be seen, like, how does that emotionally affect them? Like, where are they at in their pain? Like, what is, like, what's really keeping them up late at night? What's causing anxiety? Yeah, good question. I'm not sure. I don't know. I don't know that I... Hang on, let me ask. Um, well, they're not seeing themselves, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so we're yeah. starting here to develop a theme, right? So when you get really clear on where they're at right now, their pain points, their anxieties, what's keeping them up at night, what's the first thing they think about in the morning, what is their number one wish, what do they really want? Like what is so painful that like they're ready for change, that they want to hire a mentor or a coach to help them on this journey, someone who already has gone through this and proven that they've come through this transformation, which would be you. 
So your group okay. program, in my experience, would be the vehicle that takes them from A to Z. But A is exactly where they're at with their pain points, not general. Okay. Exactly where they're at with their pain points. And where they're heading in Z, the results that they're going to get from your program is going to be exactly, it's going to be their dream come true. It's like back then if you could put yourself and close your eyes in that, in that space, if there was one thing you could have just snapped your fingers and had like your best dream come true, like your, your most desired result, like what would you have wanted? Mm, okay. Yeah, that's a really great start, and it, it just yeah, resonates so much with amazing. the work that I'm doing right now. And, and that, Joy, I know this isn't necessarily um, easy because I, I, I was a family doctor, so I was a generalist. I wanted to be everything to everyone. And um, yeah, unfortunately, that, that doesn't serve me. <laughs> I know. But and now you'll really be able to recognize. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Okay. It's challenging. But now you know. Yeah. You know who my avatar is, right? Highly sensitive people, right? Like, you know, I mean, and struggling with certain things, like overwhelm and overstimulation and feeling other people's stuff too much, you know, and so that's my focus. Um, and so, yeah, so you'll, you'll actually be able to see that reflection on, you know, Sarah's page, my page, you know, what uh, ours is. So um, I think this is a really yeah. good start. Um, yeah. That's moving, excellent moving coaching mentoring from Sarah. Yeah, it sounds like you're moving someone from limitations and pre-programmed dogmas and all of the fear-based belief systems. You're moving them from a place of limitations to freedom, right? And however you word right. that, yeah. or and, and, and that. that is, and that is, you, you asked me what would be my, you know, thing that I'd want to wake up with. I mean, my biggest value is freedom. You know. There you, like, there, there, you there you go. There we go. That's my. That's there you go. Freedom, joy, you know, responsibility. They're all for me. They're all that. It, you know, I have the ability to respond. You know, it's all the same stuff. It excites me. Yeah, nice. and so that's like ultimately, like just in these few minutes, you started to narrow down something that's very, very specific as far as like a transformation that you can offer, and then this is when your stories about your own family dynamics, your own fears, your own judgments, and everything that you've grown through is going to be magnetizing for your soulmate client because it's not too, you know, this is what they are going through now. So when you show up as an authority and you share very vulnerably and transparently regarding your own stories around this particular topic, it is, it calls in your soulmate clients. And, oh, and by the way, it just happens to be also exactly what you work in your program, taking them from A to Z. And because you're taking multiple, multiple people through the same process, they're all going to be at different stages a little bit, but it's going to be perfectly divinely guided when they find you and where they're at. Like your group program is going to have maybe maybe five different pillars or seven different pillars or six different pillars or something like that that you teach on or coach on or integrate with them that takes them through a process to go from A to Z, and that is your signature process. That's your blueprint. That's your method. That's your formula, whatever you want to coin it as. But that's your signature process that you've spent the last 40 years fine-tuning, um, not only through your own life, but through, like, I don't know how many hundreds of clients, and this is the formula, right? So you're going to develop your own signature formula or blueprint and put it into a program that walks a specific person, whether it's – and it's specific, like do you, who lights you up the most, women, men, both? Like who's really going to light you up to work with them? And that – Yeah, I usually, I usually have both, actually. Yeah. Okay. I actually have more, more men in my practice than, like – 
in the early days, I used to have always four out of ten men in my practice. Now it's a little bit less because I'm just not, I'm not promoting, you know, that as much, right? I'm sort of supporting a lot of older clients as they evolve and grow, right? But that's, again, yeah. it's the generalist, and I didn't know what my specific was. So that's interesting. Thank you so much. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank beautiful. you for your question. Yeah, beautiful. Love it. That's great. So I just wanted to share with everyone just how to connect with you, um, Sarah. Uh, so we go to Sarah hyphen rose.net and again uh, if you want to check out that free master class at the top navigation you'll see that there's an option for that and you can go there and then um, if uh, you you know watch that and that resonates with you then you can book a strategy call uh, with Sarah which would be awesome um, and Sarah do you have any you know last words uh, for our <laughs> in my case sensitive soul healer type people light workers uh, before we leave for today um, yeah, for some reason it's coming up to talk about just owning your gift. And a lot of times people don't really recognize necessarily what their gift is. But I can say as a little short little maybe journal prompt is um, recognizing oftentimes where you've been shamed for growing, you know, in your past. So often, oftentimes that's your gift and you've been covering it up. So, for example, an empath may have been told they're too sensitive, they're too emotional, this and that, and been shamed for, for that. And if you don't own your gift, it will own you. So whether it's, you know, so when you fully own that, it switches it and then that empowers you. But your gift is often something that you've been, hide, that's been hiding in the shadows. Um, and most of the women that resonate with me and I feel that are part of this paradigm shift have this form of, you know, the rebel archetype in them where they necessarily tested you know, boundaries or they, you know, this is just a little bit of my, in my example, like for example, my, one of my gifts is um, growing up, I was very opinionated, I was very outspoken, I was very much, you know, um, uh, rebellious, I was very much, um, you know, I would be labeled as hard-headed or I'd be labeled as these things stubborn because it was inconvenient for the authorities or whoever for me to not want to follow the rules or this or that. Um, and so that could have a shadow side, and I could use that, and it could be a very shadow side. But in actuality, the very thing that I've been shamed for that kept me hiding my truth and not speaking up and not sharing my voice because I've always been shamed for it is actually my biggest gift right now. This is why I'm speaking, right? This is why I'm helping others, you know, open up to their path and things like that and not following with the normal what the normal uh, condition patterns of belief systems are. So innately, this is one of my gifts, but yet it was something that I was shamed for growing up. And so just want to leave you with that, that oftentimes, you know, your, your greatest gift is oftentimes something that's been hiding in the shadows because you've been shamed for it for some reason. Uh-huh. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. And that makes sense in my life as well. Like just uh, seeing how sensitive my mom was and how she was made fun of, you know, by my dad and other people. And I didn't want to be made fun of. So I tried to be tough. And that's not who I am. I'm very soft and, and kind and sweet. And, you know, it was just really hard to be tough and try to be someone that I wasn't. And uh, so that's why, you know, my upcoming book that I that I wrote this year, my um you know, my key book is called Sensitivity is Your Superpower. So helping people kind of shift um, to go from that paradigm of, oh, you know, this is bad, I'm overwhelmed, can you get rid of it for me, can you please fix it, you know, <laughs> to, well, hey, wow. have you harnessed that superpower 
So we teach people how to, you know, change the weather, do transformational telepathy, even a little telekinesis, like just, you know, just to, so people can see how powerful they really are. Anyway, so it's, it's a big passion yeah, of mine. That's so a you and I totally example. align. <laughs> yeah, that's a perfect example. That's a perfect example of what I'm referring to. Yeah, it is your superpower when you own your gift. And if you don't own your gift, then unfortunately it can it, it, it sort of owns you, right? If you don't own it, then it, it becomes your sort of kryptonite. But when you own it, it becomes yes. your superpower. Yeah, I love it. That's great. And just as a last bit, I believe that you have a book coming out in the near future. Can you give us a hint of what that's about? <laughs> I, this is a work in progress, but yes, I've finished almost 13, 12 chapters. I'm looking at the board for it right now. It's called, at least right now, the name for it is Guiltless Abundance. And it's really about, it's changed what I thought it was about, actually. So I'm writing the last chapters right now, but it's really about being able to fully, you know, overcoming your limited story and your programming and opening up to receive and actually, you know, spiritual, spiritual healing and then really stepping into your divine self. Like, so the part of you that already knows that you're, the part of you that's always been, the worthy part of you, the one that, you know, and opening up to that abundance in all forms. Beautiful. Oh, that's great. So we look forward to having you back on the show when you are either ready to launch or have launched your book so we can share more about that wisdom with our listeners. Um, yes, so thank, thank you, you, Sarah, so much for being on the show today. It was a delight. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah, it was lots of fun. And we want to thank our listeners for listening in. And until next time, lots of love, everyone. Bye for now. Big hugs. Bye, Sarah. Bye. Bye.